Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. It's time for the Great Clips postgame show. Great Clips is going to be great. Presented by Telemore Do. Because when it's game time, it's telly time. Now, here are your hosts, Olin Krutz, Patrick Manley, and Mully from the Mully and Haw Show on Sports Radio 670 The Score. Always live on the free Odyssey app. By Tullamore Do, and we have the great Olin Krutz, the great Patrick Manley, and we got a victory. We've got a 27-16 dominant, overwhelming performance from the Bears at Soldier Field. It was a little weird, but there was a couple moments. Hey, they won the game. That's all that matters, guys. Happy Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Take it all over. your all, all we had all our questions answered, right? <laughs> all your questions going to the game was answered. But hey, 420 yards of offense, uh, Bears yep. win. The defense shuts them down at the end. Gets off uh, gets off the field on fourth down. 250 rush yards. Offensive line I thought was dominant uh, going to the game. We thought they had an advantage over the Cardinals front seven, and, and that proved to be true. Uh, Khalil Herbert. I thought had some of his bursts back, Pat. And mm-hmm. uh, in a Bears run game, they like to get the running back one-on-one with a secondary guy, a cornerback or a safety. And they won that matchup all day. And, and in the defense, did what they had to do. The Bears jump out early, 21-0, and end up winning the game. Yeah, but listen, I'm going to bring us down, guys. That game should have been a blowout. Yes. And there's a lot of questions I have about some coaching decisions, clock management. Uh, you know, throwing the ball on first and 10 in the red zone with Justin Fields at the interception, him not handling the ball there. It's a game where, okay, they won, but did you guys not think just for a half a second after that interception, like, oh, no, here we go again. But I didn't mm-hmm. think as much as I did against Cleveland because they didn't have, you know, the, the, the talent. But mm-hmm. they won the game they should have won, but not in the fashion that is me being an analyst and a, a, a critical person on the Bears the way I wanted. Uh, mm-hmm. But there were some bright spots there. And they took advantage of what they needed to do. But you know, I got some just questions about Luke Getze's play calling, third and one. Listen, you don't have to call every play on your call sheet. Just just run something that works. It's been working all day long, right? You know, I just, I, I just don't understand. There's some questions I have about that, and that's um, maybe the so, pregame I talked about him too. Here, here's my thing. I, I, thought, I thought DJ Moore was going to have a monster game, a monster mm-hmm. game. He got hurt early. And he came back in the game, but he was compromised, I think, from that point on. And so Cole Komet, who had his own issue, a, a quad injury, he looked like he was kind of playing hurt, but he was making huge plays. I think with, with uh, what was going on with D.J. Moore and then when Cole Komet couldn't play the second half, I thought that that 
kind of was a problem for the Bears. And I thought it explained maybe the little bit of lull that they went through. I think that had to do with the passing game being kind of shut down. But they managed to run the ball the whole game, and they held the ball a long time. So I'm, I, I'm trying not to be dark about this one. Mm-hmm. Ultimately, they won the game. But when you ask, did, did I ever felt, feel there was a problem? I didn't like the idea that they were without their two best weapons in the passing game and like kind of the explosive, explosive portion of the passing game was over. Yeah, but the one thing, though, was the run game. I was like, why are you getting away yes. from the run? Just keep no, doing that. Shorten the game. Yeah. I, that's one I thing I just don't understand. He doesn't shorten the game the way I'd like it to be done. I'll just give an example. The second uh, second quarter, 2 minutes, 27 seconds, you've got the ball back like in your 25-yard line. And I hate to be negative. <laughs> I'll be the negative guy here for you, Molly, after oh, a win. Right. But Go little ahead. things, it's 27 mm-hmm. seconds only ran off the clock, and they ran three straight passes. Knowing they're going to get the ball first in the second half, just run mm-hmm. the ball. You're, maybe right. maybe you bust one, you get closer, then you have a chance to maybe go for the end zone or get a field goal or something like that. But shorten the game. Take the possessions out so they can't score. Those are just situations that I don't understand why he's doing that. He did it last week in Cleveland. Um, and it's like he's not learning from that. Just to, to, to finish the game with what you have and the strengths you have and, and just, just get through the game. I mean, that's, that's what I would like to see instead of just calling every call on your play sheet. Yeah, it's hard when you're watching it because – as we all know, like we've been talking about all year, there's two things going on, right? There's the, is the quarterback the guy and what to do with the draft picks? And then just the game. And, and are the Bears improving? And last year they were 3-14, and 14, and now they're 6-9. and nine. And to be honest with you, going into the year, I, I probably had five to seven wins for the Bears. Yep. And they may get there, right? So they're about where, if you say they're improving yep. and getting better as a team, uh, they're about where you thought they would be. And, and Mully points out, a very good point. Uh, they're not playing a lot of the, the better teams in the NFL right now, and they're still stuck in these where they lose, although uh, the Browns really beat up on Houston today, right? So it's just interesting to watch this team. Um, to be fair, I have to say, as you watch the Cardinals, the Bears look like them last year. You have to say the Bears did improve from last year. They are a better football team than they were last year. Their O-line is better. Uh, they had injuries today, right? You can see their depth. Uh, we talked about Darnell Mooney going to the game. It was a game when, when Cole Komet and DJ Moore are a little beat up. Like you guys mentioned, you want to see him step up and become the playmaker at that moment, right? Like when uh, uh, T. Higgins steps up for the Bengals, mm-hmm. something like right. that, that. You don't want to see the Bears give up that touchdown, right? You, you don't want to see that versus uh, the Cardinals. But um, are, are the Bears improving? Did they win the game? Did they do a few things that we asked them to do going to the game? They did. Uh, that interception has got to bother you if you're if you're a Justin Fields fan. Watching him ha- make that run, uh, look like the best athlete on the field, and then throw the in- immediately throw the interception and see DJ more open on the post. Yeah. That was I got to tell you that interception. It, it was really him in a nutshell. You got the forty yard run, <laughs> and and honestly, it, he was it was looking for a spot to kind of go down, which God bless him. He, they've told him, we don't want you getting hurt. We don't want you getting beaten up. I think, though, he didn't expect to get a block there, and if he had stayed on his feet, he might have scored. Nonetheless, he gets down. That's that's an incredible play, and it, he's the only guy who can make that play. And then that interception, you just that's him in a nutshell. Yep. That That is his And career. in the fourth quarter, Mully. And in the fourth quarter. Yep. Thank you. Yep. And, mm-hmm. and I, I mean, listen. They were never in danger because that Arizona team is awful. 
That's a bad football team. Thank God. Yeah. Because when the moments came, they couldn't make the play anyway. But I don't I don't feel like that's one I'd put on my highlight reel. If I'm Justin Fields, if I'm Matt Eberflus, I just feel like they beat a really bad team. Okay, great. Happy Christmas. Yeah, Olin. I mean, let's. You know, we had games like that, right? That we mm-hmm. didn't feel like we played well, but we won. And it does feel a little different in the locker room. You're celebrating. You're happy because it's a win on your on your schedule and, and your record and all that kind of stuff. But if you truly look at it as a player, you you get those wins. You understand it. Like, all right, it's a win, but we just didn't play. I, I thought they could have played better, not made some of the mistakes, some of the coaching calls or whatnot. But it's it's an odd feeling, and I think they feel the same thing that we feel watching the game. That it's just uh, it's a win, but it's kind of like a meh. It's one of those. Hey, you want to hear them talk about it? I'm, I'm interested in the post game to hear Justin Fields talk yeah. about his interception, yeah. and I, I want to hear what Luke Getzey has to say about you know his third and one call uh, instead of just running behind an offensive line that was dominant. You know, and, and a lot of credit to Cody White here, right? He gets benched. Uh, uh, gets embarrassed out there playing center, gets replaced by Tevin Jenkins, comes out today professional. Uh, that offensive line dominates the Cardinals' defensive line and, and runs the ball all over them. I think uh, Khalil Herbert with a 5.6-yard average. A uh, little like they could have ran the ball all day, and that's some of the frustration. And if we're just talking about frustration, it's just like I, I don't mind the play action down there in the red zone, but how about we move the pocket, uh, mm-hmm. get, get Justin Fields outside the pocket on a play action so he has a run pass option to get him going a little bit uh, It's just stuff we've been saying a lot through the years and you guys are right the, the Cardinals are terrible and Pat you're right many games like this right and some of the things you you watch you know if we're talking about uh, what frustrated you when you watch the game it's kind of like you know I mean you hear guys saying man our offense uh, lost energy you know the week before and then you see him sitting on the bench and there's no energy right, right. right from the same guy who said we lost energy right and then I'm watching Darnell Mooney at the end of the game block and then take himself out of the game because, I don't know, I guess the block was too was too physical for him at the end of the game, right? So it's just kind of those things, if you're frustrated, yeah. you're just frustrated watching them because you like the things they say, but then you want to see that come out in the game, mm-hmm. right? I want to see them. I, I like Justin Fields yelling at the sideline, get whatever he's yelling about, <laughs> right? If I'm a coach, I like that. I, yep. I like when I coach high school, Pat, and a kid's yelling at me. Yeah, you're right. I, you know, I got some responsibility, but shows me they care. Shows yep. emotion. I could yep. care less. You're never going to offend me in the middle of a football game. Yep. You cannot. It doesn't bug me at all. Just be ready for me to say something back. <laughs> but, but listen, uh, uh, those things are all true, but also true is, like I talked about, guys, 3-14 uh, and 14 last year. They mm-hmm. are an improving football team. It's good to say, look, the Cardinals are terrible. Well, what are the Bears yeah. then? Yeah. Mediocre. Yeah, <laughs> that's what. Uh, but they mediocre. went from terrible that's to mediocre, and the, yeah, oh, and that's, that's a great point. Like they are improving, but again, we're mm-hmm. ending this season with the w- number one question mark not answered, and that's Justin Fields. Mm-hmm. And again, he had that little blip, blip on his game of, of, of running well, playing pretty good behind the uh, in the pocket, but then making that interception. So I just, it's unfortunate. We're seeing the team get better, but the biggest question we wanted answered to me is not answered. It's all. I guess it is it's answered. It, it is who he is. He's just not going to get that much better in my eyes with this offensive coordinator. You, you rush I would for love 200. to sit them both in a room. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Justin Fields right. in a room, ask him what he thinks is wrong, and then put Getsy in a room and ask him what he thinks is wrong. And just get the honest truth. Right? That's what Ryan Pose has to do. He's got to get to the bottom of it all and, and figure it all out because, as we, you know, 21 points, and then you're watching an interception is not a good play, but the runs are fantastic. I mean, uh, the Cardinals had nothing for Justin Fields, guys. I mean, uh, every time he carried the ball, they couldn't tackle him, mm-hmm. and he gained yards. It's it's something to watch him run with the ball. It's just the passing you wonder about. 
um, the guy, you run for 250 yards, you dominate mm-hmm. time of possession by whatever, nine and a half minutes. You would think it would feel easier than that. That's all. That, I'm not Give the big boys a game ball, Mully. Yeah, well, that's give right. Coach Morgan and his guys a game ball. They should. I'm with you. Yeah, when you see mm-hmm. that kind of success in the running game, it's just, I don't know. I, I just felt that there was a moment in that game where I did kind of hesitate, where I was wondering if they were hitting their third quarter lull or what, and they, they managed to get through it. But I don't, I don't know. It's not like you see teams around the league celebrating wins. I don't, I mean, you won. So mm-hmm. feel good about that. And look, you know, they also, I believe, uh, uh, not that we're, not that we care, but I believe Green Bay won by a field goal over Carolina. So you're two weeks away from potentially having the number one overall pick. But, mm-hmm. you know, these guys are bad. And these guys, you know, the Bears, by virtue of uh, winning the game, and I, I'm not suggesting they shouldn't have, I believe their number one pick, their number one pick falls from five to eight. Well, let's let's um, we're talking about big picture and like this game. I think big picture right. wise, if you look at next year's team where you think they should be, this is a game that's put away in the second quarter. The way they started out, they just, you know, that's they it. wiped the game. They're not good enough yet. Justin Fields isn't good enough yet. This team is just not good enough yet to go out there in these December games. And we've been fortunate to play in some of those old and we had good te- uh, seasons that you could just walk over and the game was over in the middle of the second quarter. You knew they were done. And you just keep piling on them. That's what I was hoping this team could do today. And they couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. And that's maybe a little bit of I wanted to see some more growth from this team, but I think they're just not there yet. They're going to be there next year. If they can add pieces and get better on offense, then then you can just bury these teams. And, you know, we're, we're talking about how much they won by, how many uh, yards that Justin Fields throw for. Mm-hmm. Not one of these games that they kind of eked out and it was just kind of a muh. Yeah, the, the, uh, the secondary was good again today, right? I thought yeah. when, when Coach Flues went to man, uh, that the Cardinals gave him a little trouble. But in that zone – uh, T.J. Edwards in that middle, he continues to be ferocious, right? He continues to get after people. Uh, Montez Sweat continues to be a problem on the edge. And, and like you're talking about, Pat, but uh, this is kind of where this team is, right? If, if, if D.J. Moore is playing at 75 to 80% and Cole Komet is out, we talked about going into the game, then who are your weapons, right? We talked about the defense and how much assets they have on that side of the ball, how many guys they can turn to if they have problems, like in a secondary when guys get injured, Kyler Gordon making plays to yeah. right? Uh, 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 off the edge on a blitz, fights for a sack, makes a really good tackle. Uh, Brisker showing up. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tyreek Stevenson, Jalen Johnson, all these guys. But then you, you know already, if DJ, guys, if, 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 if say it to yourself. If DJ Moore and Cole Komet are not at 100%, then your, your targets in the pass game are Mooney, Tyler Scott, and Velas Jones. <laughs> right? Yeah. So, I, I mean, I, I just... It's just kind of like when you say it that way, then you know what you're going to get. And look, Atlanta's bringing a better team than we saw today. Yes. So, so they'll get a test. Yep. Right? They'll, they're, 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 they'll be back at Soldier Field again at noon next week, and they'll get a test next week from Atlanta, and, and we'll see what they look like next week. But um, they do win today's game. I know exactly what you guys are saying. What we've been talking about all year is, is the situation they're actually in. They have to make a decision on their quarterback. All right, 312-644-6767 is the telephone number. You're listening to the Great Clips postgame show presented by Tullamore Dew. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We're back with more of the Great Clips postgame show. Great Clips, it's going to be great. Presented by Telemore Dew. When it's game time, it's telly time. Now here are your hosts, Olin Krutz, Patrick Manley, and Mully from the Mully and Haw Show on Sports Radio 670 The Score. Justin Fields starting at his own 26 for the second straight possession without DJ Moore on the field. And on first down, Fields off play fake. Flush to the left, wants to load up, wants to go deep for Cole Komet, who comes back to get it at the 21-yard line. Working against Jalen Thompson, Komet for 53, and a Bears first down. Oh, wow, Cole Komet. He adjusted to that ball much better than Jalen Johnson, 34, and came back and made a huge play. Welcome back. To the Great Clips post-game show presented by Tullamore Dew. We, uh, we're opening the phone lines, 312-644-6767. And guys, we'll start with Chris. He's in Evanston, and I don't believe he's a Justin Fields fan. Hey, Chris. Hey, Merry Christmas, guys. Uh, <laughs> what can I say? I mean, for me, we, we say we didn't get the answer. I think this this has got to be the nail in the coffin. You're working against the second-to-last-ranked defense in the NFL. As good as people are going to say, all the Justin Fields fans are going to say how good he looks. Look at his numbers. Look at the team's numbers. I mean, we were gifted another win. I'm not saying that necessarily we would have lost, but come on, another harebrained coach. I'm going to go ahead and go for it on fourth down with three timeouts in the fourth quarter in a one-possession game. I mean, these guys are geniuses. But beside that, 
The big issue is the quarterback. <laughs> the big issue for three years has been the quarterback. The first pass was behind. Go look at the tape. It should have got picked off. The pass that got picked off was a horrible throw. He had a couple more horrible throws that should have got picked off. The fans are going to talk about how great he looks running, or if they just roll him, or if they just, we need a quarterback, not a running back. I don't know what we're auditioning him for. I don't see him getting any better. Bench him so we don't diminish his trade value. That call from Chris does not surprise me at all. No, <laughs> everyone is is consistent, and it's true. I mean, it's but there's going to be people like you said that are like, "Well, well, his legs, and we don't have Getzy and whatever." But again, Molly, you said it. That just kind of summed him up the whole game. Uh, you know, wowed us with his legs, had some good passes, and then just a terrible fourth quarter interception that led him back in the game. And fortunately, they were able to close it out. But um, it'll be interesting to see as the season ends up. Like, do people start leaning one way or the other more? You know what I mean? Once. Once we start finding out about Caleb Williams and Drake May, and you know they got to kind of go through the draft process of who do you really want? Yeah, Chris makes good points. When you, when you watch that game, it, it just seemed like and, and uh, Mark Sanchez, I thought, did a great job through the telecast pointing things out when he thought uh, Justin Fields was a little bit late on his throws and why wasn't the ball out yet and uh, going over all that stuff. And like he said, that first pass of the game. Uh, was I think it was behind E.J. Moore on an out route, and, and that cornerback was right there and, and had a chance to pick it off. So uh, this there is a lot. We, we talked about going to this game with this secondary, with this defense. Can he throw for 300 yards for the second time in his second? I think it was the second or third time in his career, but uh, he doesn't get there, right? So uh, it's just the, the same questions remain, and that's why I said uh, sarcastically coming in, all our questions were answered, right? That uh, None of them were answered. <laughs> Uh, watching this game, right? It was, it was kind of, the, it's kind of what, exactly what you expected, and that's why uh, Pat, uh, me, you, and Mully, uh, our scores reflected exactly almost what the score was, mm-hmm. right? It was yep. right around the same area of, of what this, what, what you think this team is. Uh, you knew they were better than the Cardinals going into the game. Uh, you were hoping for more dominance from the past game, more answers. You just came out with almost the exact same questions, kind of thinking. Uh, uh, Denny Green said it years ago, the exact way it should be said today. They are who they we thought they were. You know, it's funny, guys. I'm listening, to the, or listening. I'm reading the text screen, and they're all coming in firing at Chris. So the, the pro Justin Fields guys are out there. Called him, uh, Chris is a bozo. Who cares how the yards and scores come? Six points is six points. Okay, I mm-hmm. get it. But and also you have to look at the, the body of work, and can you win with that in this NFL? And it, I, I just, I don't know. I, I, I'm, it's just funny that, you know, you got some people that just, they're screaming at each right. other. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Well, you can you can win against the Cardinals. That's yeah, that's what. Well, yeah, exactly. Right. right. Well, what did Vince say from the Cardinals uh, uh, that Kyler Murray is uh, divisive? Right. Same yep. same thing. Right. And right. it's just like there's arguments on both sides to be made, and and I just like we just talked about with Cole Komet and DJ Moore beat up. Right. Um, you 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 uh, you start to say, okay, who's he throwing to? Right. What guy is he throwing exactly. to here? Why is Getsy calling that play on third and one? All those things instead of giving him a chance to run a zone read and just make a play and, and, and do the things he's good at and let that lead to, to playing in the pocket and things like that. But uh, like you guys said, man, I, I just I leave the game with the same questions and, and realizing that when we looked at the rosters of the two teams, realizing you thought the Bears were a better team, which means that that is improvement from last year. 
Yeah, they. I, I don't know who else made the prop bet, but I had Mercedes Lewis for the touchdown catch. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. How about this, guys? The, the, the Tribune did a great job of ranking um, yes. Justin Fields' starts. Yeah, I wonderful. thought going into this game that you were going to add the 36 start right up there in the top five. Where would you guys put this in his 36 starts? I'd put it right in the middle. What they said, good, a very good, good, meh was the word they used or whatever, and that's yeah. kind of what I just thought he, he did. He was wowed me with his legs, but overall it just kind of was a middle-of-the-pack game that you know, I just wanted to see a little I – I guess I want to see more with his arm. And, Olin, I, I understand what you're saying, uh, who he's throwing to, but also those guys were draft picks that he's throwing to of the Bears. He's going against a bunch of undrafted guys that are, yes. hadn't played that much football in Arizona. Right. Um, uh, you know, that's just an argument that, you can that, have both ways. I mean, so. the, the, was it a 50-yard pass to Cole Komet? Yeah. Where uh, basically the defensive back, I don't know what he was doing, and Komet came back on the ball. I mean, that that was the hope and a prayer, that pass. And it, God bless him, he caught it. Yep. But give you, yeah, give well, your playmaker you know, a chance. The front seven, the cornerbacks, I mean, you know, on his long run right before the interception, what was the cornerback doing? He jumped out of the way. Uh, yeah, what was that? Continue on his run. I didn't know what that was, but uh, <laughs> it was interesting to watch uh, Gannon's plan and, and the defense coordinator's plan versus Getsy and the Bears because I thought we talked about in pregame that they would stack the line and blitz Justin right. Fields to take the runaway, and it was actually the opposite. They played a light box and they played zone all day, maybe to protect their secondary because mm-hmm. they knew they had a lot of injuries. And like Pat mentioned, a lot of undrafted guys in the secondary, but also. Maybe it's because they, they, they think Getsy's not going to be patient, that he has to take his shots, right? And that eventually that will lead into Getsy taking a shot and Justin Fields making a mistake because uh, I think that was first down when he threw that interception and they're playing coverage down there, giving up six yards of carry. They're playing coverage and just leaving the light box with a defensive line that uh, if I gave you guys uh, five guesses, you couldn't name. Right, right. That's a good observation. Yeah, I, I and I think to support that, Olin, I believe the coach during his news conference on Monday, right? So that's early in the week, talked about we have to take our shots. We've got to take our shots. In other words, he clearly had that conversation with Getze. So if you were just monitoring how they were talking about the game, it seemingly would include the idea that they, they wanted to get down the field and they were going to take some shots down the field. Yeah, they definitely were. They were, they were, they were going to take shots, and uh, early on he hits Cole Komet on kind of a broken play, right? And then yep. he hit Cole Komet on another play where it was like uh, one of those throwbacks on – he runs it over and it comes back to a corner route on, on a boot, on a play-action type pass. But there are a lot of the times in the game where it looked like they were trying to take a shot and, and the Cardinals were just playing coverage. Yeah. Uh, they just dropped it to cover four, it looked like, played a deep zone on them. And we're going to give them the run all day, which I felt I, I, I thought was interesting watching the game. And someone's going to have to do the math for me on Gannon going for two there. I still haven't figured that out. Yeah, and that my was math is crazy. Terrible, but yeah, yeah, it's just, it's and, just and you crazy, know, I but. thought for a second if Kyler Murray wanted to run, it looked like there might be a lane open. I'm not saying he'd have made it, but he's a very talented runner. And then he just started drifting, and you're like, well, what the hell is that? That's crazy. Yeah, and also just yeah. go back to your point about taking your shots. As a play caller or a coach, don't you get the feel of the game and understand, hey, man, I wanted to do that this week, but that's not what they're playing. That's not what they're giving us. Let's just stick with what we have. We keep dominating and just end this game. That, that's what's been frustrating to me right. about 
some of the play calls and situational calls of why he's doing that. But that's I guess that's who he is. He's showing who he is. He just can't help himself and has to stay aggressive. And maybe that's just his philosophy. But I'm a believer in, you know, once you see the flow of the game and the feel of the game and the, the adjustment of the defense or whatever they're running and you're, you're successful with something, stick with it until they make you stop it. Let's try Michael. I'm sorry, sorry, go ahead, Owen. No, let's try Mike. No, I was going to say, I guess if if something bugged me from the game the most was just, uh, and and just from the year in general and Justin Fields in general, it just seems like uh, there's no layups, right? There's no, uh, you know, just a quick out route, five, six yards. Everything's a broken play, breaks down, uh, break three or four tackles, throw it up, big play. Yeah, as I mentioned before, they got to run that, uh, you know, uh, jump offside play, just (laughs) throw the touchdown to DJ Moore. I don't know why they don't run that more often. Uh, but you're right. Every play, nothing in time, on time, everything's a broken play. Everything. Mm-hmm. And it can be frustrating. Let's try Michael. He's on the north side. Hi, Michael. Yes, yes. I want to make two things. First of all, that Chris guy, he's a hater. He's a hater, all right? If he wants to be a backer team, back the Packers over there or the Colts, all right? Now, my opinion is this. Uh all they need is a receiver. They need Marvin Harrison. They need that guy. They need a big guy who will fight for the ball and win that 50-50 ball. They had too many drops, cost some games this year, and uh, all of a sudden they're in this position where they should be 9-6 nine and nine and six instead of 6-9. and nine. That's who they need. That's exactly what they need. And a better offensive coordinator. The reason why they intercept the end zone, he shouldn't even throw the ball. Thanks, Michael. Yeah, I mean, I, see, I, I'm one. We went through the uh, scenarios at the beginning uh, of the pregame, right? Yes. If you keep Justin, you just can't keep Getzy. That's that's my that's that's my hard line on that one. And if you want to go the other direction and you believe one of those quarterbacks in college is the answer, fine by me. But just make the right decision. That's. But you just can't have Fields and Getzy together. They just don't. They don't mix. Yeah, the, we talked about the hard decision, right, Pat? And. and um talked about I think it was the morning this uh, uh, the hit in the morning right Molly on the Molly and Hall show we talked about yeah. maybe trying to give Janoko a shot and they did that the Eagles did that with Desai and Patricia we talked about mm-hmm. right yes. and yes. it's just kind of like and I don't know I, you, you don't know if it's going to work but this isn't working right? right this this isn't working this we are not getting much answers about Justin Fields and all we have left is 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 most likely two games unless the 3% chance comes alive, right? So <laughs> all I'm saying is, Hopefully. how do we take a look at something different, Pat? How do we take a look at, at does Janoko understand, is Justin Fields on the side say, sideline saying, man, I wish he would have ran this. Mm-hmm. I wish we could do this. Does Janoko understand him a little better? And can, can we just take a look at that? And, and it's just, I go back to the, what we talked about to start the show, the pregame show. I go back to, you're saying you make the hard decisions. Now make them. Yep, and that is right, a hard Make one. the hard yep. decisions on the football side, too. Sure. 312-644-6767. We got to get to a break. My fault. We're late. We'll be right back. It's uh, the pregame show. Er, excuse me. It's the Great Clips postgame show. The game's over. Yep. Presented by Tullamore Dew. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with h track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. 
Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.